Hey, Survivor. Welcome to episode 15 of the Vibrant Survivor podcast. Today, we're going to talk about how to heal emotionally from narcissistic abuse. I can't wait to process this topic with you. Let's dive in. Hey, Survivor. Welcome to the Vibrant Survivor podcast. Do you want to disconnect from a narcissistic or toxic situation and heal? Are you Googling how to identify a narcissist, narcissistic abuse, and boundaries? Are you feeling stressed and lonely while trying to avoid being sucked back in and lied to again? Hey, I'm Leslie. As a busy wife and mom, I fell for the lies and manipulations of narcissists. I wasted my time, talents, and money on users who kept moving the goalposts. I wanted real relationships and business opportunities and to enjoy life with my family. Instead, I struggled with anxiety, panic attacks, and insomnia, and I couldn't trust my body or anybody until I took a holistic approach to healing. In this podcast, you'll find tips for healthy living, trauma healing, and boundaries so that you'll have the freedom, confidence, and inner peace to respond, not react, after narcissistic abuse. Take a deep breath in, let it out slowly, and just relax, this time's for you. When you've been through narcissistic abuse, a lot of emotions come up. Nine times out of 10, you have been programmed in your family of origin during your childhood to tolerate abusive and or toxic behavior. And this has informed your relationships as an adult. Dealing with narcissistic abuse can be very painful, especially when you didn't know what you didn't know. You need to be able to deal with and process those emotions. That's a very healthy way to live. Emotions come up when you're dealing with an abusive situation and it's painful. You've been gaslit, lied to, maybe you've been cheated on and you've been the target of narcissistic rage. I know I was growing up as a young girl and it really had me walking on eggshells, not only as a child, but also as an adult in other relationships. And that can be really challenging to overcome. Having emotions is a perfectly normal part of life. It's part of what makes you human. The key is in being able to face and deal with and process those emotions. And that's healthy too. And you're gonna want to do that so that you can be able to move forward in your life and in your other relationships, especially the healthy ones. But you may have to deal with a narcissistic individual in your life. Maybe you're co-parenting or maybe you have to deal with a toxic boss. So either way, you're gonna want to deal with and process those emotions. Narcissists and narcissistic families don't like to deal with emotions. In the context of narcissistic families, there's a lot of abuse going on behind closed doors. And in narcissistic families, children and other family members are taught and trained to suppress their emotions. Don't talk about this. Hey, don't put our business out in the streets. Stop crying. This is not because this is normal. It's because narcissistic families don't want to deal with the discomfort of their behavior. They don't want anyone outside of the family to be able to see that there's something going on that's not right and to draw attention to the fact that there's abuse taking place and that people within the family are being hurt by 
the toxic and narcissistic behavior. There was a deliberate effort to distort your emotions and invalidate them to not draw attention to the narcissistic individuals in your family or the narcissistic family of origin as a whole unit. And in your individual relationship with a narcissist, whether it's a boss or whether it's a partner or an acquaintance or whoever, they're not gonna wanna draw attention to their abusive behavior either. It's a really convenient way to give them an opportunity to exercise some kind of control. Don't cry, okay, stop crying. Don't get all worked up, calm down, get over it, move on. These are very dismissive and invalidating statements to suppress your emotions and not allow you to give them full expression. All the more reason to get away from those individuals, even if it's for a period of time, in order to deal with and process the emotions so that you can really heal. There's definitely good reason to deal with and process your emotions so that you can move forward. It's not about staying stuck. You do wanna move forward, but you also want to acknowledge and deal with the reality that is. And if you are sad, if you're angry, if you're afraid, you need to deal with and process that so that you can fully heal from it and not just sweep it under the rug because that's what you were taught and trained most likely as a child or in your narcissistic family of origin or in a previous relationship. You were taught to sweep those emotions under the rug and keep stepping along as if nothing happened or as if nothing was going on. Side note, the narcissist in your life was taught and trained to do the same thing. During their childhood and growing up, they were taught and trained to suppress their emotion and to not feel or they, adapted that as a coping mechanism so that they wouldn't have to deal with the pain, the shame, the embarrassment uh, of what they went through. Honestly, we know that in our dealings with and relationships with narcissistic and toxic individuals, they go through an array of emotions. I'm sure that you've experienced when you discarded the narcissist, for example, that they raged, they got depressed, they were sad. These are individuals that are hypersensitive according to the DSM-5. They don't deal with emotions well at all. So why would you then take advice on how to deal with and process and heal from your emotions from someone who has no inclination or knowledge or willingness to do so themselves? And you may even find as you go look for information and for knowledge and for understanding about what you went through in the narcissistically abusive relationship that you're being invalidated in forums in the comments sections by covert narcissists telling you to get over it move on stop thinking emotionally. These are invalidating, dismissive comments from people who are not good at processing their own emotions. And that's not healthy for you. And it's not emotionally intelligent either. Part of being emotionally intelligent is being able to recognize emotions in yourself and in other people and to be able to manage those emotions within yourself and in your relationships and dealings with others. So if you're looking to deal with and heal from your emotional pain, why would you take advice or input from someone 
who doesn't know how to do that and who doesn't even know how to deal with their own and has no intentions a lot of times of dealing with their own because it's too painful for them. It's too shameful for them. Here are some ways that you can deal with and process and heal from your emotions so that you can practice emotional intelligence in your life and be able to enjoy more positive and more fulfilling relationships going forward after narcissistic abuse. One is you can talk it out in a therapy session, for example. You can try a healing modality like tapping or EMDR. I had a wonderful EMDR session with a beautiful therapist the other day, and it really helped me to tap into some deeper feelings that I hadn't been able to access in a while so that I could then process them and work through them. Also, you may need to have a good cry, and there's nothing wrong with that. When you have a good cry, you're alleviating stress that you're holding in your body and you are getting rid of some of that excess cortisol or stress hormone which if you have too much of it built up inside of you is toxic for your body and as you know narcissistically abusive relationships can be very very stressful so you may need to have a good cry and the other thing that i thought of is to move your body you may need to go and do something where you're active. Go for a walk where you can clear your head and process your emotions or go for a bike ride. I love going for bike rides now. Or if you like to jump, maybe you can jump rope or jump on a trampoline or a rebounder. You don't wanna stuff your emotions. You want to deal with them. You want to process them so that you can completely heal, especially when you've experienced narcissistic abuse. And you may have experienced narcissistic abuse for a long time between your family of origin, on your job, in your relationships, whether they're romantic or not, you need to deal with that. And it's going to help you to be able to really feel better from the inside out and to really heal and to be able to move forward in your life in a positive way. The healthy way to handle your emotions is to acknowledge them and deal with them and to process them in a way and with someone that works for you and at a pace that works for you as well. We're all on our own journeys, and we may be headed in the same general direction in terms of healing, but we're all on different paths, and we're all walking at different paces, and that's okay. And you shouldn't let anyone dictate to you how fast you need to walk, or how you need to walk, or what kind of shoes you need to wear, what outfit you need to wear that's really controlling and it's really unnecessary and it's toxic. Walk your path at your pace. Don't let the narcissist in your life or anybody else for that matter dictate how you go about your healing journey. Just keep moving forward. If this podcast has helped you understand who and what you're dealing with, sharpen your discernment and move forward on your healing journey, share it with another survivor. Help me help others by leaving a review for the show. And let's connect on social. Take a screenshot, share it in your IG stories, find and tag me at The Vibrant Survivor, and I'll share your post too. I look forward to connecting with you on IG and seeing you back here. You're not alone and you're not crazy. Know who you're dealing with, know who you are. Take care and I'll meet you back here next week. Bye-bye.